Welcome to Head & Neck Innovations, a Cleveland Clinic podcast for medical professionals exploring the latest innovations, discoveries, and surgical advances in otolaryngology head and neck surgery. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Head & Neck Innovations. I'm your host, Paul Bryson, director of the Cleveland Clinic Voice Center. You can follow me on Twitter at Paul C. Bryson, and you can get the latest updates from Cleveland Clinic Otolaryngology Head & Neck Surgery by following at CLE Clinic HNI on Twitter. That's CLE Clinic HNI. And new this year, find us on LinkedIn at Cleveland Clinic Otolaryngology Head & Neck Surgery and Instagram at Cleveland Clinic Otolaryngology. Today, I'm excited to welcome Dr. Jamie Koo, a surgeon specializing in complex head and neck cancers in our Head and Neck Institute. Dr. Koo, welcome to Head and Neck Innovations. Thank you for having me on Head and Neck Innovations. It's great to be here. Dr. Koo, let's start by having you share some of your background on yourself to our listeners, where you're from, where you trained, how you came to Cleveland Clinic. Yeah, so I'm I'm from Dallas, Texas, but I have been in many places for my medical and surgical training. After completing my undergraduate years at the Duke University, I attended University of Pittsburgh School of Medicine, where I did a one-year research fellowship in head and neck cancer. And then I completed my residency in otolaryngology head and neck surgery at Johns Hopkins University, followed by a two-year head and neck surgical oncology and microvascular reconstruction fellowship at MD Anderson Cancer Center. So now I specialize in surgical management of benign and malignant head and neck tumors, as well as complex head and neck reconstruction. I was just looking for the best opportunity to work with the best multidisciplinary team, and that's how I came to Cleveland Clinic, and we love it here. Well, we're glad that you did. It's been great to see how your career has uh, taken off and some of the amazing care and treatments um, that you have been able to provide your patients and, and our group. We're excited to have you join this podcast. Uh, It's April. Uh, This is also Head and Neck Cancer Awareness Month. A couple years ago, Cleveland Clinic was one of the first medical centers in the United States to use some innovative technology to treat certain types of head and neck cancers. And I understand that you have expertise in this. Can you talk a little bit about your transoral robotic surgery training and program and uh, the newer single port technology? Yeah, of course. So specifically, human papillomavirus-related cancer of the oral pharynx or HPV-related oropharyngeal squamous cell carcinoma is really the only head and neck cancer still on the rise in the United States, now even surpassing that of cervical cancer. So once linked to tobacco and alcohol use, this disease today is more often attributed to this virus called the human papillomavirus. Fortunately, patients with HPV-related cancer tend to be younger, healthier non-smokers and actually have better prognosis or outcome and thus longer survivorship than patients with HPV-unrelated cancer, making it even more important to minimize the long-term side effects of cancer treatment. So hence the transoral robotic surgery. So this has become the standard for oropharyngeal cancer over the past decade and has helped de-intensify or reduce the cancer treatment in proper patients. Some patients are often either able to reduce or even avoid radiation and chemotherapy after surgery. So in 2019, the transoral robotic surgery entered a new era with innovative single port technology, which makes this surgery even easier and more precise and thus more effective. 
And as the uh, surgeon, what has been your experience seeing the evolution from the original platform to this new single port technology? Yeah, so the previous generation of the DaVinci SI robotic system uses three separate ports, which were sometimes a little too tight to fit in patients' mouth and throat. However, the newer DaVinci SP, or the single port system, has one single port, which is 2.5 centimeters. That is the only thing that's inside the mouth. And then there's three fully articulating, sometimes even four, six millimeter instruments that is able to freely maneuver and move around inside a tight space like the mouth. So this is really ideally suited for minimally invasive surgery, such as oropharyngeal cancer. And that means better visibility, visibility, and being able to remove the cancer in its entirety. One of the unique things is that the Cleveland Clinic has been one of the first medical centers in the U.S. to use this single port system. And it was actually the Cleveland Clinic was the first to use it for urologic procedures beginning in 2018. And so that's one of the exciting elements of being here at the Cleveland Clinic. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It's nice to be in a place where we have access to some of this technology as it rolls out and then apply it to to your patients. You talked about all the different channels and ports and uh, patient characteristics. As you look at offering this to patients, which patients seem to be better candidates for transoral robotic surgery? I I would imagine the absence of teeth is certainly nice, but uh, I imagine there are plenty of patients that have full dentition that are still good candidates. Can, Can you elaborate? on that? Yeah, so in order to maximize the benefit of utilizing such a technology like the single pore system for transfer robotic surgery, really proper patient selection is the most important factor. And so in general, the way we view the role of transoral robotic surgery in HPV-related favorable disease patients is really to de-intensify or reduce treatment. That is necessarily to treat and cure the cancer, but also minimize the side effects. And so patients who may benefit from this surgery are those with early stage, smaller tumors, with limited lymph node involvement in the neck. And, you know, even in patients who do smoke or have HPV-unrelated disease, there's a role for these kind of technology and surgery. And really the goal is to, again, either avoid radiation or chemotherapy or minimize radiation and chemotherapy. I say usually about 20, 30% of patients with these orphanal cancers are ideal candidates for this. And it really takes a multidisciplinary team of head and neck cancer experts to best determine their personalized treatment plan and whether or not transoral robotic surgery will be part of their care plan package. Yeah, I mean, that's that's great. I mean, I it does seem like we're sort of entering or are in this era of more personalized, you know, surgical approaches and treatment approaches. And you've certainly been, you know, at the forefront of a lot of these academic initiatives. As you look, not just at transoral robotic surgery, what are some other things you know, in research and technology that you're excited about within your own practice or that the team is excited to be working on here at Cleveland Clinic? Yeah, so I think in terms of new research or what's on the horizon, future innovations within the HPV-related orphanal cancer patient population, I think the most exciting field is that in this 
emerging field of powerful biomarkers in precision oncology. So what that really means is utilizing patients, either saliva or plasma sample, to be able to detect the presence of HPV DNA. So for example, we are actively working on studying HPV circulating tumor DNA in patients' blood to be utilized either in early diagnosis, predicting and assessing treatment response, detecting minimally residual disease after some kind of initial treatment, and then deciding to either intensify or de-intensify follow-up treatment, and also in the surveillance of cancer patients after the treatment to detect early recurrence. So this is a very exciting time to be in this field of surgical oncology. Yeah, it's fascinating. It, it starts to feel like, you know, maybe a disease that can be monitored or stratified before and after treatment in a way that it, that it wasn't before. Yeah, and that's really the the personalized precision cancer care that we are able to provide with these powerful biomarkers. Yeah, Yeah, that is great. You know, I I wanted to highlight, in in addition to your role as a surgeon within our institute, you also lead our Grand Rounds program, which we've taken to calling Head & Neck Live. Can you give our listeners some information on this and and how they might attend? Because we we try to bring in speakers that are, are doing novel research. Yeah, so um, Head in It Live is our twice a month grand rounds, and it's really an educational research-based and innovation-based presentation led by invited speakers within Cleveland Clinic as well as external around the nation and internationally to give their expert research or innovative opinion on a certain topic. And so, again, it happens first and third Wednesdays from 7 to 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, you know, we do have a CME opportunity for those who attend live. And so you can find out more on uh, this website, clevelandclinic.org slash head and neck live. We also have a link to our YouTube channel where you can watch our archive previous presentations or you can search on YouTube for Cleveland Clinic Head and Neck Live. Well, it's great. I'd encourage our listeners to check it out. We have a a range of uh, interesting speakers, and I know we have a lot on the horizon that I think will be of interest. You know, as we wrap up today, I, I just wanted to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and share some of your expertise with us and what you're excited about. And any final take-home messages for our listeners? Yeah, I mean, although HPV-related orphanage cancer is on the rise, and in general, it's affecting more of our younger, healthier, non-smoking population. The good news is the prognosis is excellent, especially when compared to non-HPV-related disease. And there is a preventative HPV vaccine out there. So I would highly encourage that you make sure your loved ones are vaccinated. And because of the improved cure rates and long-term survivorship, we're really shifting our focus to not just curing the patients of the cancer, but really maximizing the quality of life and functional outcomes. And so for those patients with early stage disease, we are able to offer this transoral minimally invasive robotic surgery here at the Cleveland Clinic. But it really takes a great team of multidisciplinary providers, which we have here, including surgeons, radiation oncology, medical oncology, speech language pathologists, dentistry, lymphedema therapists, nutritionists, and psych oncologists, to name a few, to provide the best personalized care. 
Well, for more information on head and neck cancer treatment at Cleveland Clinic, please visit clevelandclinic.org slash headandneckcancer. That's clevelandclinic.org slash headandneckcancer. And to speak with a specialist or submit a referral to our Cancer Answer Line, please call 866-223-8100. That's 866-223-8100. Dr. Koo, thanks for joining Head & Neck Innovations. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Thanks for listening to Head & Neck Innovations. You can find additional podcast episodes on our website at clevelandclinic.org forward slash podcasts. Or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, you can access real-time updates from Cleveland Clinic experts in otolaryngology, head and neck surgery on our Consult QD website at consultqd.com clevelandclinic.org forward slash head and neck. Thank you for listening and join us again next time. Mm-hmm.